Ash has gone from zero to hero in Elk Grove, but his peace is short-lived when evil returns with a new target close to his heart. Tonight on Survive the Night Podcast, we're talking about Ash vs. Evil Dead, Season 3. Another episode, just about a week late here. Um, I, just so many things have been happening. <laughs> it was hard to sit down and just like I gotta watch a season of TV. So here we are, uh-huh. a little bit late, but I did watch the season of Ash vs Evil Dead season three. It, uh, it happened to which I assume you did. Yes, as well? yes, I've I've finished the season. Season three is an amazing case study in how to take a bunch of goodwill from amazing writing and good shit you've done before and just shit on it. Wow. What a bad season. I really didn't like this thing. Uh, It's not good. I fucking. I'm just. Why would you introduce a character who's just here to like not believe shit? It's in fucking season three. What are you doing? So, okay, so right from the get-go, we, um, we're back into the normal times or whatever after all the shenanigans in Season 2. Evil Ruby is the Ruby that exists here, and uh, she is consistently evil this whole time. She is the main antagonist, I would say, for most of it until she does a few things, and then there's, like, a few more or whatever. But mm-hmm. for, for the most part... Ash and his crew are living now in Elk Grove, kind of doing their own thing, chilling. Ash runs the hardware store his dad used to own, his dad being dead Yep. now. Um, and he's called, he turned it into something called like Ashy Slashy or whatever. There's, <laughs> there's some good stuff still in here. And like, I'm definitely going to call probably most of it out because it's memorable lights in a, sea of dark uh i really like his stupid commercial of him slicing at the prices or whatever yeah of him uh-huh. chainsawing through the prices yeah shit like that pretty good uh things are going well for everybody for the most part kelly's running a bar now or at least a bartender at a bar i don't i can't remember if she actually owns it or anything think, it, they don't really get into any yeah, of that i think she's just a bartender i think she's a bartender yeah um, what's his name has his stand? Uh, uh, Pedro, is it Pedro? No, am I being raised? Pablo, Pablo, same thing. Pablo, I mean, it's me, <laughs> that's my name it's in the- Spanish. <laughs> is that literally the joke Ash made and getting his name wrong? Uh, yeah. And it's even worse because that is literally my Spanish name, which I know because I grew up in a Spanish household. So like Uh it's, it's bad. Um, he has his stand, his fish and chips stand, his fish and chips and electronics repair and electronics stand. Yeah. The Honduran food and electronic repair. It's pretty great. Yeah. That's pretty good. Those are the two things you want right next to each other. You're like food cooking and electronics. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) While you wait for your, for your Nintendo 64 or whatever <laughs> to get fixed. Or you wait for um, your iPhone screen to get replaced. Exactly. Yep. Uh, so everybody's doing pretty okay. And then we get thrown for kind of a loophole right away. The first antagonistic thing, if you want to call it that, is that we get some new characters, one of which is her name is Candice, uh Candy. Candice Bar, Candy Bar, uh-huh. and she tells she apparently is the mother to Ash's daughter because <laughs> uh-huh. they had like a fling or something years ago. So it's so unimportant. She's so unimportant that Ash doesn't actually even remember her <laughs> like for a while uh-huh. when she confronts him. Uh, but this leads to the big addition to the cast, which is Ash's 
daughter that nobody knew about named Brandy. And uh-huh. um, right from the get-go, we kind of left off, and I remember specifically last episode saying how it's kind of cool that he was able to be vindicated in front of his town. It's like he's not just ashy-slashy. There are demons here. They've seen it. He's the hero here. They made a statue with him or whatever. Yeah. But yet, this little bitch doesn't believe him <laughs> for some reason, uh-huh. and it doesn't make any sense. At all. Well, a, a lot of other characters also don't believe him as the in him as the series goes on. It's just it feels yeah. like season two didn't happen. <laughs> right, and that sucks because season two is very good. Yeah, it is so what I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> so this is very much not what I wanted. Said we but, have yeah because. And so we have characters not believing shit, characters doing really stupid shit. Yeah. Uh, poorly written. Yeah, just not. Super poorly written. This is like we're out of ideas territory, it felt like. Already. Yeah. 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 Uh, so the big thing going on here is that the Deadites are back uh, because they are being summoned by Ruby well, she is trying to basically create a new Ash. Uh, Ash is the prophesized hero, uh, but she is trying to get out her, like, I don't know, treacherous girlfriend who's locked away uh, named Kaya and also making a offspring uh, replacement of, of Ash or whatever uh-huh. to be the new prophesized one. Uh, yeah. It's... Super convoluted for no reason. There's too many strings going on that they're playing with for like the motivations and of stuff, and it's uh, it's messy. Like the whole thing is super messy, and I don't understand why. If their writing is gonna be so much worse, they took on so many more like threads in the plot line <laughs> to worry about. Just make it about her like summoning evil again and be having to be stopped why do you have to throw in this other uh this like traitor yeah. or whatever to the dark ones why yeah. do you have to throw in the new child like ugh. radical idea why not for your tv show you have the characters we like interact with each other <laughs> yeah and that's also a big problem is that for most of this thing the cast has gotten a little too big for like with the daughter here and for a while her mother uh, for a little bit anyways and some other people here and there the cast got too big i guess to for them to be doing just one thing and interacting and bantering with each other but that's what i want so what they do is they split up and most of this they whole s- season is them not together they're split up they keep splitting up you'll like get everyone together and then it's like well, we all three of us need to go in three separate places because that's a yeah. t- not a terrible idea. <laughs> it's so dumb. And then it ends off on the dumbest thing ever. The ending's the only thing that's kind of like, okay, this is such a train wreck right now that I'm kind of glad at least something's happening that's dumb. Uh, we'll get to that stuff because that well, has nothing to do with the season. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, but it, it also is the kind of, because it's such an, a season with no ideas. I'm like, why wasn't that like episode one? And then we go from there. Yeah. Like, why did the rest of this season ha- exist? Totally. Yeah, for sure. Um, The one. So I can make the the plot funny to myself conceptually in one way. Yeah, which is that. It's funny to me that after we've done ball, we now have reverse of the ball spawn. It's all about the ash spawn because it's all about Ash having spread his seed around. (laughs) They don't, you know, they don't go that far with it, but that that at least I find a funny conceptual joke that I don't even know is intentional, but that's about it. So, I don't necessarily disagree with you, but if we're writers here, right? Yeah. Why don't we lean into this? Why isn't the whole season about he fi- him finding out he has a daughter, her trying to make a uh, sp- uh, copy of him or whatever, and, like, maybe she even does in the first one still or two episodes in or whatever, and then the rest is about how 
there's this weird like odd couple thing of ash what leaves a place and then comes back in and murders everybody as the fake ash and he loses all of his credibility that he gained or something like i mean why yeah don't they play with any of that it's it's the kind of thing where like literally anything would be better than what they <laughs> what they do because yeah just like constantly have like doing these setups where brandy doesn't believe him they're just they're bad so every long. every fucking time it sucks it's never good. <laughs> and it, it really yeah. does that character a disservice and it makes her like not exist because she doesn't have any like thing that defines her. She's just here to like not believe other people. <laughs> sure. Right. It's it's super annoying. It's like it's almost like they looked at the rule book and they're like, we need somebody to not believe things and that needs to be brought over to like our side. So let's just throw that in. You don't need that shit. Everybody knows demons in the, in this town at least exist or have existed. Yeah. Like, let me read you the synopsis for the first episode. Ash has gone from zero to hero in Elk Grove. It literally says in the synopsis that he is a hero here. And yet there's a good bunch of people that I guess just say fake news. Well, Unfortunately, that's maybe too real. Okay, you know what? I take it back. There probably are people that don't believe them because uh, yeah. I've met morons in real life too. But the fact that like the daughter takes, I think it's five or six episodes to come around in general. And then when she does, she's fine. Uh, she has the problem that any new cast member in anything has where the other three have such a tight bond and chemistry together that she feels like the odd one out and kind of sucks in comparison, but she's like, okay. Yeah. At that point. But there, and there are like plenty of other, there are plenty of other problems in the writing at that point still. And you're so burned out by the first half of the season that it's like kind of too late (laughs) and they're not doing, they don't start doing anything that interesting either. Sure. Yeah, Uh. for sure. It's so boring in the first two episodes. I actually kept falling asleep because nothing was happening. Like, very little happens. The things that I remember... I mean, the big one in the first few episodes is that Ruby gives birth while she's driving. And by birth, I mean her baby explodes out of her her torso. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, and she almost, while she's driving, she almost hits two, uh, two people or whatever. Yeah. Like, that is some fucked up like gore porn body horror shit that mm-hmm. i'm like yeah okay yeah you got me this is cool and then nothing it nothing happens with her specifically for the rest of the series until the end the baby's really uh, bad the baby is the bad. baby is super bad yeah the when, baby's when it's a, when it's a cgi baby with a big face it's bad when it's an actual baby with some smudge put on around his mouth it's also bad it's just bad yeah, actually, that's another major issue with this whole season. All of the deadites, demon stuff is bad. Like, it's at best mediocre or normal fare that we've seen. It doesn't do anything spectacular the whole time. And at very worst, it's laughably, unwatchably terrible, like the type of shit you would do in a CG class in college. Specifically, Brandy's phone attacking her is the worst thing I've seen in cinema history. <laughs> Maybe that design is fucking terrible in a way that isn't even fun to me. Yeah, cool, because it's just it's a bad CGI little gremlin. It's like it's bad. Yeah, it's like this could be in a car commercial or whatever. Like this should be an an Ash's fucking bad hardware store ads. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Um. It 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 is funny. She gets got basically by like the same principles as like you know bad ads (laughs) just trying to get you to click on them totally yeah yeah (laughs) she goes to get the x and it oh no it gets her it was a fake x (laughs) (laughs) that um that whole scene is kind is like it's punctuated by bad cg and a shitty demon monster attacking her her phone but, like, even that scene did some cool stuff that I feel was lessened because of the thing attacking her. Like, yeah. her kind of losing her mind and in her being toyed with and showing her chopping off her hand. It's like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. The, de- the 
demons are playing with her right now. Uh, her thumb being bit off is kind of cool. Her losing her shit and using the, like, mulcher or uh-huh. whatever to destroy it is pretty cool. But, like, the thing I bring up is that that thing looked terrible and was stupid and I hated yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So, like, that whole scene feels a little bit ruined. And, like, yeah, and there's just a thing where it's just, there's just an idea there that they did not put enough time into to actually develop of her, like, having some of Ash's characteristics. Yeah. But, like, they... And they like they have like a like father like daughter like line at the end near the end of the season or something, but they don't put it nearly it. no they don't earn it at all at all they yeah. just don't never put enough time into it. Yeah, I think it's literally Kelly saying, "Yep, there's two of them," and it's yes. like, like, what are you there... talking about? Yeah, I mean, there's two of them, I guess, by blood because we've been told so. Yeah, but like they don't act similar at all. No, so yeah super lazy like and also the like the big the big plan for that uh that um ruby has this season is an evil ash which we've seen a million times it's like the most normal like stock evil ted plot at this point are you fucking kidding me that this is the big idea yeah, this totally. should be the it's this so this can be a throwaway. This is a throwaway in like one episode or something for fun as a little little nod or whatever. And we've done that like yeah. every season. Are you kidding me that this is the big idea? Oh, the the one thing I will say that I liked is that when he is made or whatever, he's born with a deformed chainsaw like hand stub thing yes and i was just like that's so stupid like it's in ash's dna to have like that shape <laughs> in that on that hand or whatever well because it's not it's not for like from his dna it's like from the drawing in the necronomicon yeah it's like yeah what Ruby it's eats. so stupid <laughs> it's i thought that gag was pretty funny because then it just leads to the inevitable chopping off of the hand yeah hand. It, it's it's funny that they cut off. They didn't have to cut off his chainsaw hand so they could look like Ash to pretend to be him. But then he's just evil Ash. It has no defining characteristics separate from it at all. Yeah, and all like whatever idea was there from the baby stuff is like completely gone. Like it's just evil Ash. Yeah, and and it's boring. Yeah, like I don't know. It's more boring Ash. It's a way less interesting evil ash than when they made ash evil last season that was way fucking scarier and cooler (laughs) yeah that was way better like just some weird unstoppable force or something and in this he's just it what if ash just killed kids instead of deadites yeah okay (laughs) it's so stupid it's so poorly done uh i want to just quickly say though also when she's being fucked within the shed there's that and when she's being fucked with and she has to cut off her hand she looks up and there's the like drawing of the chainsaw it's just funny yeah that they brought that back the again. drawing of the chainsaws there she can't find it and then she has to use a fucking bandsaw yeah <laughs> yeah strap a I bandsaw just, to your arm i found that part kind of funny I'll, like just straight up this season is fucking terrible but th- some of the best stuff is in the last two episodes so yeah, that's true um, also, yeah. uh, we haven't mentioned it, uh, Linda B, just gone. No. Yeah, uns- Linda's gone. Un- uh, no, I've never mentioned. That's another thing of why, why it feels like season two just didn't happen. There was, like, that character's just gone. I guess the actress just didn't want to do it again or whatever. Yeah, it. this did come out years after, I believe. This is 2018, so there's been a few years in between them. Gotcha. Maybe she wasn't available anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she might have just had other work. Oh, God, I hope it's that she wasn't available and that, like, she didn't die or something. That'd be terrible. Well, I, I think, didn't look into the reason. I think she was on Picard. Maybe that oh, filmed okay. similar around the first season of Picard. Maybe that was around this when this filmed or something. I don't know. Okay, that makes some sense. Yeah. I, was, I think that's where um, I recognized her from. Sure. Yeah, so she's just completely gone. Uh, I do like their... their <laughs> He gives his daughter, Brandy, the necklace that we've been making fun of forever. Because yeah. that's back. Uh-huh. He's been holding on to it. And uh, the fact that he says that, that he gave it or it was a present for like Linda one or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
I just find that funny. <laughs> he's been holding on to it the whole time. Oh no, his first Linda. I think he's. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah, it's good. Is because there's been multi. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I don't need to explain this to you, but anybody listening, just so they maybe yeah. forget, it's different Lindas and like everything <laughs> in each one. I wish. Uh, the, I honestly wish they did more with that joke. Totally. Yeah. Very. It seems uh, like a missed mine, a missed node. They could have uh, struck a few more. Particularly times. just because, like, you know, when you're setting up a thing of like how many women has he potentially impregnated and. Or oh, whatever sure. that they just don't yeah. do. They like bring up the idea of it and they don't do anything with it because yeah. that would require doing something, I guess. Sure. And the season is just about being lazy. Oh, I'm so mad. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty mad about this season. I don't like that they introduced the upside down either. I don't like the idea that souls that are like killed by deadites or whatever still exist in some limbo space. Like, I don't like that limbo space idea. Yeah, um, no. It's, just in general. It's not interesting. It And it ruins some of the, like, mystique and maybe, like, terror of being a deadite or whatever. And it's not so much that they're being possessed yeah. necessarily as that they're, like, the demons are using them like a shell or something now because they're still, they still exist somewhere before mm-hmm. they're taken by some smoke monster or something. That whole thing, I thought, was just bad. It's bad. I don't know. I actually think if you wanted to do, to do something like that, though, I would be okay with, like, a special realm you get sent to if you specifically get killed with the Kandarian dagger. And that, like, demons yeah. go there, too, and they also get fucked up by whatever fucking thing is there. Like, that it's a bad yeah. place for them to be, too. That would be fine. That's what I but thought it was, but, it's, but it isn't. Yeah, no, it's just like literally so many people are there, but that's what I thought it was at first. Me too. Yep. Yeah, it was more the fact. So when like they were talking about it, everybody they mentioned that might be there was killed by the Kendarian dagger. Yeah. And then they had other kids running around because they needed fodder to be taken by the smoke monster or whatever. And those kids were killed by a chainsaw. Yeah. by evil ash so they ruined the one thing about it that i was like yeah okay that's kind of neat mm-hmm. but nah that does i don't like it no, don't like it it's bad it's bad uh i'm gonna be a more positive for a second sure i f- i really like the stuff they did with pablo again pablo is such a good character that they like use i like that the book stuff came back and then he kind of fought it off and like became el brujo especial yes <laughs> the, the specialist basically it was a good idea <laughs> yeah, i think I like i think in a better season you could have even done that in less time but sure yeah i i liked it so this this is a good thing this is a shit sandwich because that's a thing i like and i'm about to say the thing that it ruins is that because they gave Pablo more some decent attention, I feel like they fucked Kelly again. Totally. She gets nothing. She gets, I mean, she gets possessed, but that's uh, her body. But that's possessed. not technically Kelly. Yeah, yeah, and she's being dubbed over by a different actress a lot of the time. Oh, oh my god. No, yeah, I fucking, yeah. I'm, again, I, I, I said Kelly should get a thing because Kelly should have gotten a thing this season like that. They didn't snubbed. that they didn't give her more stuff. Uh, it's terrible. Yeah. And the fact like when she goes to fight Ruby by herself, I was so mad. It's so fucking yeah. stupid and pointless. But they're just like, we just need to get Kelly by herself so that we can put this other person in her body. Yeah. It's yeah, she got snubbed. And the reason why just straight up. They had another young female actress, uh, and they needed to give her some personality that they introduced here. So they needed to do something with the other one. Like, that's straight up it. They couldn't have two women on screen probably at the same time, necessarily. Like, they had to spend more time on Brandy because she's new and she's going to be part of this crew, like, theoretically going forward if they did. Uh, And... 
I think Kelly just got snubbed. She just got pushed to the side because of it, and that sucks because I like Kelly. I spent time with Kelly. She deserved her moment. I don't give a fuck about Brandy. And totally. this season ends in a way that, like, you really, they really want you to have cared about Brandy this season. Yeah. And it's it, unreasonable. It's unreasonable. They didn't, yeah. They want you to care, but they, all she did for, you spent half the season with her just being annoying. Yeah. Yeah. And she Ugh. was starting to get good. If you gave me another season, and like it was well written and they spent time with her. Yeah. I'm super in. Yeah. yeah. Tell me more about Kelly or whatever or mm-hmm. Brandy. Kelly but, got fucked. But I already know Kelly's just out here to fucking murder fucking evil and I'm about it. Yeah. And why sure. fucking not letting her do that? Why is why is she being a fucking idiot? I mean, it's why Captain Marvel has to go fly around oh the God. universe. Yeah. Kelly is too powerful to be on screen <laughs> because she is the only one willing to shoot first and ask questions later. And that breaks a lot of plot devices for your characters. Although I think the splitting up time that pisses me off the most is when Ash, Pablo and both go off into separate places and leave Brandy at home alone. That's it, so dumb. It yeah, was with a shotgun. It's like it was the it's just the dumbest thing. She's not fucking yep. safe there. What are you fucking talking about? You're only yeah, safe when so you're dumb. like literally next to a plot character who knows how to fight. And even then yeah. you're not that safe. Yeah, <laughs> but that's your only hope. <laughs> God. Ugh. Yeah, man. Uh, also, Ruby. Ruby sucks in this. I love Lucy Lawless. She doesn't get enough time to do anything special, and the things she does suck in this. No, they completely like, took away everything that was interesting about Ruby. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, there's no mystery to her. There isn't, like, they've just undone all the character development the character had. Yep. She's just back on, like, caring about this kid who's just an evil Ash. Like, it's a bad plan. We know it's going to fail. Like, it's not interesting. No, it's it's so fucking stupid. Um, I. okay. they added the the way that they added in the like the group of knights, essentially, or whatever in this, I thought was kind of funny. Uh, But so I can't remember his name, but the one dude that is with Kelly uh-huh. At first, I, you think that for like a bit that, oh, it's his her boy toy or something, right? Uh-huh. Then you find out that he's just like part of like an ancient sect or whatever, tr- making trying to fight evil or whatever and waiting for the prophesized one to come back. And he turns into like this weird like knight or whatever when he's talking to Ash. Like I thought that yeah. was pretty good. But mm-hmm. again, they throw him away too. <laughs> like, he just really gets quickly. immediately murdered. <laughs> Which is also great, though. Like, that is... He had, like, the perfect amount of, okay, I kind of like this. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> like, I was actually kind of mad funny. when they brought him back. It's like, oh, but the one yeah. thing was that it was really funny when you unceremoniously killed this guy when you made it look like maybe this guy's going to matter. I yeah. didn't want him to matter. It was like, well, who's this new character? I just want my crew back. Yeah. But then he died. I was like, yes. It's just Fuck funny that, that they introduced this, like, group of people... That they don't use like at all <laughs> in this. No. That except that one lady becomes like, part of the Necronomicon, I guess. Yeah, part of her back gets that? used as a page for the Necronomicon. <laughs> they're just like Yeah. They're so It's like, yep, you guys are fucking idiots. Okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I'm gonna go scout. Speedy <laughs> gets turned into a demon. Uh it's like, sure, you guys suck. You're idiots, but at least you died quickly. I don't know. Yeah. Like, you could have been literally <laughs> anybody. Could have been literally anyone. Um, They didn't bring back force ghosts, really. No. That was a, just well, a gag. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, sure. They kind of did in the fact that he remembers that Professor Nobi spoke to them in the cabin and helped 
So there must be like a diamond, a different like holding place for souls or something. Well, it's like he he like hangs out with his dad for a while. His dad's. Oh, at the beginning. Yeah. 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 That's true. Um, they didn't do enough with that for me either. Like I thought that was kind of a funny idea that maybe they could have leaned into, uh, because I don't want realism. In e- Evil Dead, realism has been gone since Evil Dead Two. Like, yeah, that shit is ridiculous. It's just uh, honestly, uh, it reminds me of like, it's just like this was a funnier joke when Brock never got to explain himself. Like actually oh, yeah. spending the time to like have him explain what he meant, it's like that's bad. <laughs> this is like yeah. this is like it's like how Rick and Morty made the joke about how if you ever explained Rick's origin, it would be jumping the shark, and then they've that show has lasted long enough that they've fucking done that. <laughs> they did that yeah. episode. It's like, but uh, I guess you have to, but. You, it, you, you as creators know it's worse this way. Why are you doing this? You don't have to do it. Probably pressure. It's just, I would well, it's just you don't have any good ideas, so you do all the bad yeah. ones. All the obvious bad yeah. ones. Yeah. You don't have true. any new creative things that you could do instead. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it must be. Ugh. Okay, um, we need to talk about this ending. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Fucking Violator is out here being a kaiju. Yeah, so <laughs> every, so it's time to test the Medal of Man. Uh, oh, I, also, I guess Ruby and Kaya just get absolutely fucking obliterated because of the dark ones entered the world. No biggie. No, but the show doesn't give a shit. And frankly, neither do I. At this yeah. Point. The dark ones aren't, aren't even characters. Doesn't matter. Yeah. They're dudes and they're things in hoods. They're and they the, just like the way they kill Ruby is pretty satisfying. I guess they just like suck her soul. Out. They shang sung her essentially. And then throw her lifeless rag of a corpse on mm-hmm. the floor. Uh, but most importantly, time to test the Medal of Man, which means a violator comes up. And I thought the exact same thing. It's like, <laughs> holy shit, this is spawn now. Uh-huh. Uh, it's Kandar, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the demon Kandar. <sighs> demon Kandar. Just a uh, big demon. Demon Kandar. It also just feels yep. like Stranger Things Season 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so he's up and running and just destroying shit in the Elk Grove area, but the whole world has been overtaken by deadites and demons and evil and stuff. Like it's yeah. a worldwide event that's happening. Uh, I don't. Do they explain what they mean by like it's making him stronger? Is it just when people are like hating him or trying to kill him, he gets stronger? Like, why did that line come from Pablo's? No, we literally, I mean, as far as I could tell, we literally see Jets shoot at it and it doesn't really work. And Pablo goes, it's just making him stronger. Yeah, he doesn't grow or anything, right? Did I miss him? Did he start glowing or something? Maybe. Okay. I, 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 I was, I was, I, that line was as inexplicable to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I was wondering if maybe you caught something I didn't, nope. but apparently that's making him stronger, which is important because at some point they decide they're going to nuke it and that's going to be like the world ending event and that thing's going to be super strong now. And I don't understand why, but apparently it's going to be because Pablo said it. And Pablo is kind of the only real like looking glass into the veil in this show that can give us exposition, which is why he exists, uh, which is, which is a good and bad thing, I guess. Um, it's yeah, I don't when know. you rely on it, like this season does, yeah. it's a bad thing. When it's there for flavor, it's a good thing, like the other seasons. Like, he becomes El Brujo Especial, and, like, really what it means is he can hold a door open <laughs> until that door yeah, is be- just... between worlds. Yeah. Until that door is just open, yeah. and then, he, then he's used. Well, he's not useless. He, he can read, like the Sumerian text now too, or at least a little bit. You can, you can like call him through the Necronomicon. (laughs) Yep. That, 
That part was kind of okay. <laughs> I yeah. I just really like that he grabbed the book and started yelling Pablo into it. It's like this is great. This is ridiculous. And then suddenly Pablo can't see. I like the I like the cost of it that like when Pablo's seeing through the eyes of the Necronomicon, he can't see through his eyes. So someone else yeah. has to fucking take the wheel because <laughs> he's driving. Again, just Pablo gets like some real good shit yeah. in here. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. Yeah, they cared about Pablo. They didn't care about Kelly. True. Um, so Violator is walking around and they're evacuating the city because they're going to nuke it and it's a big war zone and blah, blah, blah. Violet- and is going to stay back and fight this thing. Uh-huh. Violator's here yeah. living in the skybox. Very, yep. very scary yep. in the skybox. Very scary skybox. <laughs> it's so... So... If this whole part, instead of like kind of a bad CG, was miniatures and claymation, I think I would have been super down. <laughs> or a dude in a suit. I would have fucking loved well, it. If it were a dude yeah, in a sure. suit, I would have lost my mind. Just shot <laughs> okay. to look big, I would have been so happy. Are you kidding okay, me? Yeah. Fair. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, but yeah, like any other special effect that wasn't CG, if it had been some kind of practical effect, I would have been fucking yeah much more into i'd be down totally yep uh and ash kind of says his goodbyes he gets everybody to the chopper as it were um and closes the door and says like i've been running my whole life or my dad said i always ran from my problems i'm not running away from this one it's like this is probably the one you should uh just right away (laughs) whatever um so he gets into a tank and like I was thinking, too, could you just shoot the Kandarian <laughs> dagger? And sure enough, that's what he does. He just tapes it to a fucking uh, shell, a tank shell, uh-huh. and shoots the fucker. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's good. I thought that was really good, yeah. especially the way it kind of, like, when he's, it doesn't work at first because nothing does, and he doesn't know how to drive a tank. Also, that's important. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, yeah, he doesn't know how to drive a tank, so this is, like, really fucking foobard right from the get-go. <laughs> uh-huh. Just running over stuff, including Pablo's uh, thing or whatever, his stand. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, in the last moment, just, like, him shooting through it. I like. I thought that was actually pretty cool, uh, him yeah, taking yeah. that thing really, out. It's, like, picked up the tank. And he just, like, yeah. gets, finally gets it to fire point-blank rage. Yeah. And goes, I thought that was pretty it, cool. It goes through his, like, low-hanging violator mouth and his chest. It's pretty good. Yeah. Just, like, a downward trajectory from the mouth down into its, through its chest or whatever is super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, And then it all goes to black because he drops the tank because he's dying, and then he falls on the tank. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of it fades to black essentially, or it just lights out. Um, <laughs> at some point, we get back, and well, I guess Ash is like he, groggily drug into away and put into a casket or something. And I totally thought, oh, they buried him alive. This is going to be kind of like a funny, weird ending, maybe leading into some like ideas for season four or something that they've had, but like. Nope. Ash wakes up. He has a weird Tron suit on. The thing he was put into was, I guess, like a healing station of some sort, like a medical device. Yeah, when and, he's getting um buried, you you see a ring that says KOS for Knights of Sumeria on it. Yeah, right. So he's uh, been... the group that was introduced. I guess I didn't say their name earlier, but yeah. Knights of Sumeria is the dude that Dalton that I was talking about. Dalton was a Dalton. Part of- and yeah. uh, the other character that gets her back cut up or whatever. Oh, yeah. I don't remember her um, name because she was just part of that group. Uh, yeah. I want to say Chloe. Something like that. I don't know. It was something Oe. Maybe Zoe. Maybe Zoe. That sounds better than Chloe. It's one of those. Um. Anyways. Zoe. Yeah. So Zoe is correct. It is. Zoe. Okay. Zoe. Yeah, I thought Chloe at first, but Zoe sounds more right. So that, yeah, Zoe. Um, He wakes up and he's in a weird, like, futuristic looking suit in kind of a hermetically sealed room. Gets visited by a low-cut top cyborg woman (laughs) 
thing uh-huh. and that calls in the uh the prophesized one is awake or some shit like that and says follow me um it leads him to sh- see the outside and it's i got really big uh army of darkness vibes of like he slept too long and the world is over yes. sort of thing uh-huh. that's the one thing i knew about the end of the season was that there was a reference to that okay yeah so everything's over whatever except they still have deadites gotta fight the deadites or whatever mm-hmm. so he gets a car a mad max style just souped up car with guns all over it that he jar- jumps into and then she goes into like the crow's nest machine gun uh-huh. that is built in or whatever and asks how do you feel and i was like <laughs> oh he's gonna say groovy and then, sure enough groovy cut to credits uh-huh. um this ending i wonder if they knew that they weren't coming back because this ending leads up to something bigger than I think they could have ever hoped to accomplish in another season. Yeah. They, it had to have been kind of like a joke ending of some sort, right? Probably. I feel like yeah. it. It feels like it. Because, like, it's the kind of... It's... Uh, I don't know. It's like the kind of ending that's like, well, you got to see what happens next, so they got to bring us back or whatever. Like trying <laughs> the Hail Mary pass uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it didn't work. This thing didn't come back. No. Uh I don't know what you would even do in that world. Like I so I first of all, we don't know how much time has elapsed. We're assuming decades or generations, but mm-hmm. it could be like a year or something. We have no idea. Because uh, uh-huh. we don't know anything about the Knights of Sumar uh, and, like, what they have access to. They might be technologically advanced for all we know. Um, so we don't... The thing... The big thing is is that if they made another season with the way this ended and you don't have Kelly and Pablo, I don't care anyway. Sure. <laughs> At this point, like... Ash was already a fish out of water being a like 50 or 60 year old uh, that acts like an 18 year old in 20 like X teen or whatever it is, mm-hmm. I guess 2016 to 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to see him in like 3329 acting <laughs> that way with a bunch of robots or something like, uh-huh. I don't know. I, it just sounds like the thing I don't want. I don't sure. want to go into weird Mad Max territory with Evil Dead stuff. Sure. I think the way you would do it is you you open in that world and then like you get to the Necronomicon and then it becomes like a you know, time hopping adventure or something. And like I guess, and like, right? And like Pablo and Kelly are like trying to figure out where he is or whatever something yeah i guess i guess so i think you probably do something similar sure um i don't know i thought that ending was funny in the way that like somebody telling you a weird nonsensical absurdist joke is funny but not in the way that like i want to see what happens next from a fan of the evil dead stuff no no even even when um even like when i knew when they went back to that and it was like that seems like a fine way for like Cause like evil, the joke of evil, it's never going to end. Nothing. It's never going to end unless you're like killing Ash. So Ash is just going to find himself in one ridiculous situation after another. So you might as well end a season with this is the ridiculous situation. Ash finds himself in now. That's a fine way to go out on. Yeah, sure. For sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. Man, this season is disappointing in a way that it's hard to, like it's hard to say why because it's still competently shot uh it's like okay to watch like i didn't feel like it was hard to watch or whatever it's an okay product but when you care about the characters the source material and they kind of just it seems like the showrunners didn't or something it sucks yeah. <laughs> like it just feels bad yep Ugh. 
even Ash isn't fully Ash in this. Like everything feels super toned. This feels more oh yeah, because like there's so much of him thing. like being a trying a to be a dad and, and like ultimately trying to be a good dad. It's like okay, yeah. yep, that's what we needed. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> Like it would have been like the dad stuff would have been funnier if he was still Ash yeah. during them. Uh huh. Like it's not uh -huh. he's not a character built for character growth. I'm sorry. No, he isn't. <laughs> for sure, I agree. Well, well, a little bit of character growth, but like not. Yeah. yeah, yeah first yeah, of all, sure. not in one season. Uh huh. Yeah. Not, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. the character growth he has had is how close and like how much he respects Kelly even though she's like a girl or whatever. Yeah. yeah and yeah, like yeah. Pablo even though he's kind of a minority or something like that. Mm -hmm. Ash has never been racist necessarily, but like he's been the fact that like after 3 seasons he's better about that stuff and he considers uh Kelly family and stuff. That makes total sense. Like they yes. are definitely family at this point. No, you're right, you're right. Character growth but like through in, relationships with characters that We've, we've built up relationships too. That's fine. Yeah, she came out of nowhere. Yeah. And she hates him for most of this, and he is trying super hard. And I don't get it because the Ash I know wouldn't have tried that hard for some random, yeah, uh, fake daughter. Like not fake, but he didn't know her, so he wouldn't go this far out or whatever. In fact, the Ash that I think we have here or had here was the type that doesn't want to get close to people, which it was kind of part of like season one or whatever, because they end up dying. Yeah. <laughs> like it turns bad. Uh huh. So he would probably try to send her away and not try to win her favor or something. But I guess there's part of the guilt that like she saw her mom die or whatever. I don't know. Trauma bonds um, going on and stuff. I don't know. I feel like Ash is beyond <laughs> guilt over that stuff. Yeah, he didn't even remember the mom. No, Candy, like at well, all. So. Well, he remembered her eventually. Was... I mean, in the way that you remember, like a decent meal you had <laughs> at a restaurant ten years yeah. ago, sort of thing. Uh -huh. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just gross. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's. That's the perfect Ash thing is like, oh, yeah, I remember she like gave anal or something like something dumb. Right. Yes. And But caring about the daughter after that is not nothing led up to the point where I think he would do that in this series. Mm -hmm. So it, and, yeah, I don't know. It and feels, it was like and that character was pure antagonism on the audience so and the other characters for the whole for so long. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. And then because because and you it's introduce be, her, and it's because like your villain is has been is Ruby, who's like also like just a retread at this point. It's like, yeah, like <laughs> there isn't like a mystery about it. is Ruby okay? No, we know Ruby's fucking evil. This isn't fucking. Yeah. You're she's she's a fucking idiot. We as the audience know she's just being dumb. <laughs> Or, Holy. you know, she's being reasonable within her knowledge sense. But, you know, as a character on a television show, she's being fucking stupid, given the the information the audience knows. And that's what I care about. For sure. Yep. Definitely agree. But really, the big thing is, like, I just wanted Ash, Pablo and Kelly together more. And yep. they're like never together this season. And that's like the easy that's like the number one, like, oh, you just fucked up your season of television or whatever. Like that's the totally. thing that matters. Is like the characters that I like should interact. Everything else totally. should come out of that. That's that's your core. What are you fucking doing if you're just splitting them up all the time? That's yep. like TV fuck up one oh one. Totally. Yep. It's it's such a bummer. It's such a bummer. This series was... I would go so far to say as season one and two together, some of hey. my favorite TV series I've ever seen. I really like that shit a lot. Season two was I had just, a lot of fun. just an excellent season of television. It was just... Season the, two was amazing. It was just great the whole way. Season one... Season... 
season one got like season one was clearly like them set up set up and cobbling together ideas that had been from a movie into the season. Yeah. Like there was some, yeah. some stitching showing there. Season two was just excellent. Season two is one of those seasons that I had to work the next day, but I had to watch the next episode. Like sure. for seven or eight of those episodes, I couldn't stop. <laughs> I had huh. to see all that's the easiest binge I've had of TV in years. I don't remember the last time I binged like a season of something in a day. Nice. Like that. Yeah. It it's so good. And this follow up. Holy shit. Like it's disappointing. It's not even although it's disappointing. <laughs> Here, yeah. Here's my other zinger. The fact that the characters kept getting split up and they weren't together. It's another way this season is like Stranger Things. Yeah, Stranger Things. <laughs> Stranger Things has a problem where it's more characters, though. So, like, when they do it, it's re- you really feel it. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it's the same problem for sure. Man. Okay. I do have a few, like, questions for you. Sure. One, if they brought this back, season four, are you excited? Blah. 2023, season four coming out. What do, what do we think? I mean, Kelly and Pablo have to be in it. Okay, but they're played by different people. <laughs> then no. Well, yeah, yeah that would no, be terrible. No. I mean, they've said they're yeah. not going to make more. Yeah. Like Bruce Campbell has uh, said he's he's not going to do it. Yeah, if he says he's not going to do it, it's done for sure. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way. Um. Now they made a, a sort of evil dead TV series that's a spinoff of the 2013 movie. Now I'm all in. Just like a horror <laughs> anthology of shit that goes on at that cabin or something. Whatever. Whatever it is. I'm in. Maybe, kind of maybe it'll be actually. bad, but I I have to see it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Do you recommend this series? All of it. Like, warts and all. Yes, because season two is that good. Yeah, I think season two still shines brighter than this one. I don't think this is a terrible season of just, like, television in general. It's watchable. And, like, it's fine. It's just such a letdown from how good season two was. Frankly, I don't know that anything would have lived up, necessarily. Yeah. But, like, they could have kept that momentum going is kind of what I was hoping for. Yeah, no, it feel. I mean, it feels like, you know, the seventh season of a TV show where they've run out of ideas, but it's fucking season yeah. three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's a bummer. Yeah. Ugh. Um, and I guess last, like, uh, this is an easy layup, but we both would love to see, I think, Pablo and Kelly in an Evil Dead thing movie or whatever. Oh, sure. Totally. Of some sort. I love those two. Those two together and like even separate, they're very good. But the chemistry they had together and those characters are so dope. They're so good. Totally. Yeah. It's kind of a, I don't think I know if the they've done anything since. I guess I could quickly look this up. Um, no, Kelly's last. So, sorry. Dana DeLorenzo. Uh, because Kelly's the character, but yes. the actress herself um, has not been in anything recently. She's probably done a voice in the game, I would assume, that came out because she's in that. But she is not showing anything here. And Ray Santiago, uh, Pablo, he did do a voice in the game, I see here. Okay, he's done a few roles here and there. Um I haven't heard Speed of Life, Tone Deaf. Haven't heard of either of those. Some TV series. Uh, okay, I'm glad. I'm glad that he's been he's been working. So that's good. Uh, does she even have an IMDb? It's not like connecting to anything here. She must be. She must be doing something. I thought she was quite good, so it would be a real shame. She's on Cameo. Great. <laughs> I don't know. I 
I would, I guess, get her to say something. I don't know. <laughs> what, though? <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, I, I see her MB. She's, she is credited in the game. In the game? Yeah, sure. That makes sense. $97 Canadian, though. Hmm. She played Barbara I don't in know. Friendsgiving in 2020. Okay. Well, I'm glad that she has a few roles as well. I thought they were both very the actor and actress like themselves. I thought they were both very good. Yes. Uh, no, even when the writing was so, bad, they were. They was still. I still like them. <laughs> they have a natural charisma. Yeah, that totally. Just came across uh, with each other and without. Um, I don't even have anything against Ariel Carver O'Neill. I guess is she's Brandy. Yeah, I know. Uh, she's been in a lot of shit. Apparently, holy crap! Oh, never mind. Not recently, but she was in a bunch of TV stuff before this. Gotcha. Okay. She has not been in anything since this, except a short called Hookers and Blow. Great. Hmm. Okay. Well, I thought she was fine, too. I don't think... I, I Like, I feel kind of bad because she was definitely underwritten. Uh, she was thrown into the third season of a thing with a tightly knit cast, so she was never going to have a chance to really shine. And it seems like she was written to be pushed for the audience to like more than, like, we naturally had time to. I feel like she got kind of, like, a bad rap. Because, uh, like, yeah, I kind of hated her character yeah, no. most of the season. The show did not do her any favors. Didn't do any favors. Like, it, totally. it put her in a terrible position to be in, <laughs> like... Just, you know, poorly written character that's here for the audience to hate for no reason, yeah. even though they're supposed to like her. Like, <laughs> just, but just yeah, like, ant like antagonistic to the audience is what that character was positioned as, like, just by being poorly yeah. written. <laughs> yeah, it's too bad, man. It sucks because she she did fine for what she was given. She had some cool little parts, but that, yeah. I don't know. Bummer. Okay. Uh, that also concludes, just in general, the Evil Dead stuff, film-wise, that is out <laughs> currently. Yeah. Uh, op there is an Evil Dead thing coming out this year, so they say, even though there's been, like, no news about it. Yeah. Uh, I won't speak for you, but I'm probably going to see it, like, whenever I can. Uh, and I'm sure I'll talk about it because why not at this point if we did all the other Evil Dead things. Yeah, totally. But uh, we'll have to see where we're at with a lot of things societally and when it comes out and everything. So, yeah. Uh, but that'll that's exciting. But we're going to keep the Raimi train going, I think. Uh, Hell yeah. So... We're going to start doing some of the B-sides now. And by B-sides, I mean his other stuff, not necessarily the worst stuff that he's done. Because <laughs> some of it's some of the better stuff. Yeah. I mean, some of it's the stuff that if you're not a horror fan, you've heard of. And these are the B-sides for you. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I I guess I don't have, like, a list prepared, but I know Darkman's on there. Uh Drag Me to Hell is the ex one I'm excited to get to. That's Hell kind of the yeah. one that I really wanted to revisit that started thinking about, well, why don't we revisit all of his stuff? Because mm -hmm. I wanted to talk about Drag Me to Hell. Hell yeah. Uh, so that'll be fun. Uh, I think we might talk a little Multiverse of Madness or something at some point. Sure. I've watched That's it. a big thing that clearly felt his influence, I feel, which is like what yes. makes that exciting for me. Uh -huh. as a movie because everything else does not <laughs> that it does <laughs> um yeah there's a few things so we'll continue talking about that do you have any final thoughts about evil dead things in general or whatnot um i don't know i just thought i would be more excited for ash versus the kaiju and it was you know it wasn't terrible but i thought it'd be yeah. more exciting yeah, it is him driving in a tank and, like, flipping off Kandar more than it is him fighting it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't, All right. I don't want to watch anything with a misunderstanding anymore. No more misunderstandings, <laughs> please. Yeah. Yeah, especially three seasons in. Come the fuck <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, well, 
that'll do it. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you in the next one. Peace.